This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton. You're listening to Work of Tomorrow on Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School. Here again is Christian Terbish. Welcome back from the break. I'm Christian Terbish, and this is Work of Tomorrow here on Business Radio, powered by Sirius XM. Today we're talking about realtors and real estate agents. In the first half of the show, I had the pleasure of talking with Bob Goldberg, the CEO of the National Association of Realtors. At this point, it's my great pleasure of welcoming my second guest today, Jeremy Waxman, who is the president of Zillow. Welcome, Jeremy. Thanks for having me. Jeremy, talk about your background and what uh, you did before coming to Zillow. Uh, Yes, I mean, uh, my career has been kind of one long mix of engineering and marketing. Um, I actually started my career in, out of computer science, um, you know, in, in software development, and then got into product management and strategy, and then have spent the last 10, 15 years just working on all parts of the consumer. So marketing and product and customer experience um, yeah, at Microsoft, um, and now for the last nine years or so at Zillow. Zillow has been having a huge impact on our lives. Uh, personal question there, Jeremy. Have you ever been invited to a dinner party, uh, checked out the address on Zillow to get a sense of what type of host you're going to see? Well, I think the example you just gave is what everyone does oh, when, they come, when, when they come to talk to us. <laughs> Make, <laughs> makes me feel better, yeah. Yeah, and, and we also, a, a lot of what happens, and I'm sure your listeners do, is um, they sometimes check the app even more frequently when they're not buying a house just to see what's going on in the neighborhood than when they're actively shopping. So uh, real estate in many ways is a daily habit um, for folks. Um, it's the single biggest financial decision most people make, and it's a, you know, you're always kind of looking and thinking because it has such a huge impact on your quality of life. Now, you have some 175 million visitors on your website per month. Now, most of us no Zillow as a provider of market intelligence. So what, what, what services, what's your assortment of services that you provide to the customers now in 2018? Yeah, the, I mean, so Zillow started in 2006, uh, really with the mission of building a marketplace to empower buyers, sellers, and renters to make decisions about home. And so you're right, we started with home values because one of the biggest pieces of data that was you know, mystifying in the real estate transaction was trying to get a sense of what your house was worth before you went through a mostly opaque and offline um, process to figure out how to sell. Um, fast forward a decade plus later, and we are the largest, as you said, website uh, and actually family of websites for people to come try and figure out what to buy or rent or sell. Um, most of our business today is those home shoppers trying to find their next dream home or sell their home and partnering them with a great real estate agent or mortgage broker or a property management professional to help make that decision. In case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Work of Tomorrow here on Business Radio, powered by the Warden School. I'm your host, Christian Tevich. I'm chatting with Jeremy Waxman, the president of Zillow. Our topic today is uh, the realtor industry. We have been talking about the jobs of real estate agents. In the first half of the show, I talked with Bob Goldberg, the CEO of the National Association of Realtors. Now, my wife and I have purchased a number of properties over the last 20 years. It used to be all agent. Uh, now we spend hours and hours on Zillow before buying anything. How have you impacted the purchasing process and potentially the job of the real estate agents? Yeah, well, it's still all agent today, right? I mean, that's one of the um, things that I think a lot of people who study the industry who don't work in it expect that technology would maybe you know disrupt or disintermediate. Um, it's the single biggest financial transaction, and most people only make it once in a decade. So the percentage of folks that are looking for help Um, is very, very high and has not changed with the Internet. Um, What has changed is what that help is. 
right? So most people are still using an agent, but as you just described, most people are coming to that conversation a lot more empowered and with a lot more data. And so if before the internet, you know, a book in someone's office was the only way to understand what was for sale or what home values were, now a buyer or a seller can come to that initial agent conversation and have a much better sense of maybe what they're looking for, and they can partner with that agent to drive the conversation. So, we, you know, you can empower consumers to be a lot more informed, uh, and that can help save agents time. Um, and then what that really has done is it's moved the role of an agent from an information arbiter to a trusted advisor, you know, a wealth manager or a financial advisor. So that's really interesting. I mean, it's so much in line with what, what uh, Goldberg, of the the CEO of the National Association of Realtors, was mentioning. Again, I mean, you you perfectly described my situation as well as kind of sitting an academic who's not working in the industry, and I I kind of still look at the situation and say like there's a major boost in productivity that has been possible thanks thanks to your technology, and so your argument is that all that surplus of the new technology has been given basically. Uh, to the consumer by having now the same costs, the same everything, but a better outcome because they've gotten much better advice. They came into these meetings with a real estate agent, so much more prepared. Uh, you really don't see a competitive threat, a substitution threat on the real estate agents, on the agents' jobs? Not on the advisor side, right? I mean, that's, you know, if you take take wealth management or medical advice, right, you, you may walk into that conversation in different terms, and it may give rise to different services. But let's even talk about, you know, one of our most innovative services that we offer today, something we call Zillow Offers, where if you're buying and selling together, you may not want to go through the hassle of all the steps of selling while you're also thinking about buying. Um, the agent still plays a role very centrally in that transaction as well. It just, again, it further transforms the consumer agent relationship or the advisor and service relationship um, to keep up with these rising consumer expectations. Tell us a little bit more about that service. Yep. So Zillow Offers, which we started this spring and is live in a handful of markets, is really about, as I said, keeping up with that change in consumer expectations. We know that people expect things at this point from their smartphone, that remote control of their life. They want to push a button and have magic just happen. And most sellers who are also buying are super stressed because they are uncertain of the price they're going to get and they're uncertain of the timetable. And so Zillow Offers offers them this great starting point to understand, hey, if I just wanted to have Zillow sell the house for me, go through the process of staging, go through the, you know, the fix-ups, um, all the work that I would normally have to do, you know, what, what, do I, what, what can I get if I turn that process over to somebody else? Um, and so that's, we've been live for a couple months in a handful of markets, and, and we're expanding that surface as we go. So tell us more about your what's oftentimes called your revenue model or your business model. Again, we uh, have benefited so much from your services as consumers, but I've, I don't think I've ever paid you. And so you have a more a Google-like revenue model than the kind of the, the fee-for-service model. Can you tell us how uh, Zillow makes money? Yeah, that's correct. The vast majority of Zillow's uh, revenue comes in the form of highly targeted and very effective advertising. Um, so agents brokers, uh, professionals in the industry who are looking to grow their business, whether that's acquire more customers, whether that's expand their own service area, um, they advertise on our platform. And when a buyer or a renter or a seller is, you know, looking to connect with a professional, that connection happens on us. And, you know, as a lead or as a connection, we get paid for that. In case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Work of Tomorrow here on Business Radio, powered by the Warden School. I'm your host, Christian Tevich. I'm chatting with Jeremy Waxman, the president of Zillow. 
Our topic today is uh, the realtor industry. We have been talking about the jobs of real estate agents. In the first half of the show, I talked with Bob Goldberg, the CEO of the National Association of Realtors. If you want to know I have access to the first part of the show as well, go to my website, workoftomorrow.com. You have access to the first half as well as all other episodes. At this point, again, I'm going to continue my discussion with Jeremy Waxman, president of Zillow. So historically, it's been all lead generation. Uh, similarly, I think you've been allowing people to look around for, for mortgages. So, so I think in the mortgage space, there have been some recent innovations on your side. That's right. So, And, and mortgage professional, I would classify in that same camp. So if you're connecting with a professional as, as a lead, that's historically in our, been our business model. Uh, and that continues today. Uh, with Zillow Offers, we recently announced that we're also purchasing a small um, mortgage lender to help integrate into that process. That's just on the Zillow offer side primarily. Um, but yeah, the, the way you described our revenue model, that's exactly right. And if you think about it, most people now, I think 90 plus percent of people are consulting and using the internet as their primary source of information. You know, you described your own example. Um, so your referral, your, you know, just the same way people are Zillowing houses to figure out what they want to pay for them, they are also Zillowing agents and trying to figure out who they want to work with. So you have like a track record of agents of like saying here is Christian and he hasn't sold a thing in the last five years and here is Mary who is turning houses much faster so you can give me a report card on agents? Absolutely. So you can go to Zillow and there's an agent directory of, of all agents. Uh, and again, remember, we're a media site, so we partner with any broker, any type of agent who wants to be on our platform. And you can see ratings and reviews. We have millions and millions of consumers who have said what their experience working was with them was like. We have a profile where you can see what deals they've done. So which zip codes do they work in and what price ranges do they work in? Are they a single agent? Do they have a big team? Um, you can see all these things on Zillow. And so what you find is that when folks are moving, you know, just like all your other brands are up for grabs, your agent brand is up for grabs when you're moving a long distance. But even if you're staying in town and you have a referral from a friend and family, you're not going to come check them out, right? You're going you're gonna to come to Zillow and check out kind of the LinkedIn for real estate to figure out what do you think about that person. And what we see in our data is the younger generation doesn't use agents any less. In fact, they're more picky. They will interview or talk to more agents than the Gen X or baby, their baby boomer counterparts before they make a decision. So technology, again, we talk about that push button, make magic happen, but they all, it also, as you talked about, the time it frees up, they put that time into research and they, they, they are more discerning, I would say, in their decision making. So one thing I, it comes to mind when I think about Zillow is beyond the, uh, the platform uh, beyond the technology, this is amazing business intelligence about the real estate market. I mean, I have many friends who are economists, and many of them look for, for Zillow as a source of amazing data. Um, don't you have a competitive edge over many of the mortgage banks who are underwriting loans on properties that they barely understand? Aren't you, aren't you in some sense, and please don't get me wrong, but if once you're so smart, Aren't you in a better position to do underwriting than many of the, the lenders are? Well, I don't know about underwriting, but if you think about Zillow offers where we are trying to very quickly get you a price for your home, right? So you're coming to us. Let's say you have a new job and you need to move out of state. Let's say you have two kids and two dogs and you just don't want to go through a month and a half of showings to sell your house. We are trying to get you within a couple days a, a cash offer that we can quickly make binding to buy your house. And one of our big advantages in doing that is our treasure trove of pricing data. Right? So what we envision in the future is everybody can come to their house and they can see their Zestimate. Right? That's that automated computer model estimate of what your house might be worth. 
Um, that's only as good as the computer model. We've never been inside your house, and if you haven't told us everything, we don't know everything. But right next to your estimate, you could get a cash offer and know what your starting point is if you wanted to turn the service over and let us do it. And you could get an agent who work, is an expert in your area who could help you figure out if you want to maximize price and go through the process yourself, what could you do? So imagine a world in the future where you could push a button and have all those options at your disposal. It makes the selling process easier. It helps people who need to go buy and sell really reduce the hassle and stress in that process. Now, that cash offer would come from Zillow or would come from Zillow making the connections to somebody who has been on your platform? No, in this case, the cash offer comes from Zillow. So that's basically you would really be putting your money where your mouth is or where your Z estimate is. That's right. In case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Work of Tomorrow here on Business Radio, powered by the Warden School. I'm your host, Christian Tevich. I'm chatting with Jeremy Waxman, the president of Zillow. Our topic today is uh, the realtor industry. We have been talking about the jobs of real estate agents. In the first half of the show, I talked with Bob Goldberg, the CEO of the National Association of Realtors. If you want to know I have access to the first part of the show as well, go to my website, workoftomorrow.com. You have can access to the first half as well as all other episodes. At this point, again, I'm going to continue my discussion with Jeremy Waxman, president of Zillow. So that, that gets me to something that I've always been puzzled by the real estate agent uh, industry which is the, the way that the, the, the agents get paid. I mean, while there are many different payment models to the agents, I've always been puzzled how little of a performance bonus there is. So if I'm selling a house that is valued for $500,000 or with a Z estimate of $500,000, I would say even an idiot could sell that house for $400,000, in which case that idiot shouldn't be getting still 6% of $400,000. Uh, if somebody sells that house for 600000 uh, I would be happily splitting like uh, the, the the extra hundred thousand dollars with that person, with giving that person twenty percent of of every dollar over the the, the Z estimate. Do you see the Z estimates and your market intelligence be used more and more? How agents get compensated and evaluated? Um, no, I don't think the Z estimate really drives agent compensation. I mean, I think if you if you you have to remember that. There's two agents involved in the majority of transactions. Each one is splitting that commission. And each agent, that's effectively their salary, right? They're splitting the commissions they generate across all the business they do. So for every deal that gets done, they're doing a lot of work for people where that deal hasn't closed yet. So um, if you want to think about like the economic return of agents, you know, it's, it's pretty rational. They are very hardworking folks spread across the country. Um, I think the pricing transparency really just helps market the market move right so we you know what we have right now is we have a big inventory crunch um and that's not that used to be because of of negative equity and folks coming out of the recession but now even with home prices rising in hot markets we're seeing inventory levels go down and the reason for that is by you know buyers who are sellers are stuck so even if you've made a bunch of paper equity on your house you got to go list it you got to go find something to buy and you get seized and paralyzed trying to make that math work. So a lot of what Zillow offers is about is really trying to unshake some of that inventory loose. If we can make it easier to sell, and really importantly, we can give you flexibility on timing. So many of the folks who come through that new offering, they get a full two, three months where they know what their cash offer is, and they can pick a closing date out in the future, and they can go be a buyer. Right? That, that transparency and that flexibility allows them to then go find a place and actually think about buying and selling, whereas they might not have before. So that's where we really think the pricing discovery helps, is it if we can make it more transparent and more empowered for the seller, and 70% of sellers are buyers, we can really help um, make moving a little easier than it is today. 
Is that a service that is available in all of the U.S., or is that still targeted in some Not yet. Yeah, so right now it's available just in Phoenix and Las Vegas, um, and it's coming to Atlanta and Denver soon. So tell us a little bit more how you come up with new ideas for, for services like this. I mean, so you have, you have all this business intelligence. You sit on this amazing data. What does your innovation pipeline look like? Yeah, it's a great question. And um, we always think about working backwards from the consumer to steal you know, a famous line from, from Jeff Bezos at Amazon. And Zillow was founded around consumer empowerment and transparency to try and build a marketplace where people could make decisions about home. And that's what guides us today. And that's what led us into the mortgage business, and that's what led us into the rentals business, um, and that's what's led us into Zillow Offers, is we test things and we talk to tens of thousands of consumers a month on our platforms, and as we see consumer expectations change, we look at how can we innovate and how can we um, offer things that they want to help make their life easier. You know, and if you wind the clock back, that's really what drove mobile, right? I mean, when, if you think about it, when Zillow was founded, we were a desktop-only website. We were really a search engine. Um, and when Steve Jobs held that iPhone up, you know, you could see really quickly by watching our consumers that real estate was going to be a category that was going to move to mobile faster than anybody. Uh, and that helped us get out in front of it and pivot the entire company to mobile, where we are, you know, 75 plus percent mobile today. That's where all of our traffic and all of our um, advertising partnerships are. Um, the consumer experience is better there. You're out on, on the go. And, and we've really turned it into an intelligent, you know, uh, an intelligent partner for you when you're shopping cross device now as a consumer. So the mobile revolution, you know, we work backwards from the consumer. The press a button, let me sell your house for you revolution that's coming works backwards from the consumer and says, hey, they're stressed. They have all this uh, time frame and uncertainty matchup to do. How can we help alleviate one side of that problem for them? So for us, innovation always comes out of talking to our end customers. In case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Work of Tomorrow here on Business Radio, powered by the Warden School. I'm your host, Christian Tevich. I'm chatting with Jeremy Waxman, the president of Zillow. Uh, our topic today is uh, the realtor industry. We have been talking about the jobs of real estate agents. In the first half of the show, I talked with Bob Goldberg, the CEO of the National Association of Realtors. If you want to know I have access to the first part of the show as well, go to my website, workoftomorrow.com. You have can access to the first half as well as all other episodes. At this point, again, I'm going to continue my discussion with Jeremy Waxman, president of Zillow. So with Google, uh, the, the whole business of search, once you put location into search, has gotten a whole new power to it. Uh, do you guys at Zillow know, could you tell me how many people have pressed on my house while standing within 100 feet from my driveway and looked for the Zillow as the Z estimate? Uh, we probably could somewhere. We don't make that data available because it's obviously we respect everyone's privacy. But if you think about you as a home shopper, we absolutely are tailoring and personalizing recommendations to you when you're shopping based on your behavior. And if you're signed up as an active shopper, you're probably not right now with us, but if you were, your recommendations would get smarter every day because they'd be based on what you're looking at. They'd be based on your search history. Um, and so just like Google, you know, is trying to become more personalized to you, um, you're gonna, the average consumer will spend three to five months shopping for a home over dozens and dozens of, of website and app interactions. And so getting that tuning right, back to our original conversation, that helps that consumer walk into that agent conversation with a much better sense of what they're looking for, and it helps um, and it really helps them make sure they can have a good conversation. You mentioned the, the innovation process and how it's consumer-driven. Uh, could you share, other than what you've shared so far, some, some things you're working on right now without giving away too many of your internal secrets? Well, we talked a bunch about Zillow Offers. I think that's a really good example of a, of a big innovation we're taking. Um, you know, the other one, just to talk about the business with agents, you know, our sort of 
our, our existing business, it's the same trend. So if you work backwards from the consumer, you have to elevate the connection and how you do that. And I'll give you a small example of something that's a really big innovation. Um, for a long time, when we connected a consumer with an agent, there wasn't a ton of information that passed through. And we handed that, that lead off to the agent and we hoped that, and gave the agent tools to do a good job. Um, now we are trying to help really up that connection rate so that every time a consumer calls us and wants to talk to an agent, we're getting an agent on the phone first. Uh, and so we make sure that there's always a live connection happening. And we're helping up the amount of data we can share between the agent and the consumer. And then afterwards, we're asking the consumer, you know, how did that go? Are you going to work with that agent? And if you are, great. We'll respect that relationship and we'll show you that agent all the time on the, on the website. Those seem really tactical, but if you back up, that's elevating the consumer experience to be much more of a closed loop, right? You, you consider your agent and the way you're using Zillow and did you have a good experience, one closed loop between the buyer and the agent and Zillow. And so that just goes back to, that's how consumers expect their apps to interact now, right? When you use, when you use Uber, you're going to rate you know, how your experience went. When you, when you use Zillow, you're going to rate how your experience went. And we want to make sure we can provide an ever-increasing level of service. So the rising consumer expectations that are driven by how smartphones are making us all both impatient and expecting services to be seamless and just work, we're trying to bring that to all parts of the real estate transaction. So Uber has been known for creating lots of interesting data that is really powerful even for municipalities about just how people move around. Uh, beyond the interactions with the agents and the customers and potentially the lenders, do you have other companies or other players in the ecosystem that you connect with who benefit from your intelligence? Well, anytime you can make things more efficient or transparent, I think everyone benefits. And so I'll, maybe I'll leave you with one last example. Um, one of our companies and technologies that's, that's growing really quickly is a company called Dotloop, which is basically digitizing the transaction management part of it, right? So you can do all this great stuff on the internet. You can find the house you like. You can find a great partner. And then when you go to actually close, there's still, you know, 80 forms um, that are highly local to your county. And Dotloop is really both trying to help bring that process online by digitizing that transaction, not just the document signing, but the actual, you know, unique specifics of the transaction, and by making it easier for parties to collaborate. So having what they call a loop, a place where the buyer's agent, the seller's agent, the buyer, the seller, the title, the escrow company can all see where they are and make the transaction a smoother process. Well, that brings the process online, that reduces errors, that can shrink time, and that benefits everybody, right? So again, if it goes back to that innovation um, thesis we talked about, which is work backwards from your customers and try and solve what their pains are and how can we apply technology and intelligence to do it. How about municipalities and real estate developers? So again, I'm looking at your market intelligence. To what extent can you guide where the next kind of uh, set of condos is going to be built, where uh, townships have to invest in real estate development or offering new properties, uh, new land for development? Is, is there, are those players in the ecosystems that you've considered? Um, I mean, we have our hands full <laughs> with consumers, and so we know there's lots of great partners, and we have some that use our data, and we make much of our data available to the industry. Um, but we're pretty focused on just trying to help um, further our mission, which is empower consumers to buy, sell, and rent homes. So five years from now, what, what is Zillow going to do? I mean, again, you're going to be empowering consumers to buy and sell homes. How will that change? What, what, what are the big trends that you're seeing right now? Well, we've talked about a bunch of them. I mean, if you play the push a button, make an experience happen for me out. You can imagine a world five years from now where someone's moving across the country, they find a house on Zillow and they're able to push a button, instantly qualify for a mortgage and write an offer on that home to know they're gonna get it. And 
they'll have us sell their house for them. Maybe they even someday they have us move them. And so you could make moving, you know, as easy as shopping for other things that you do on your phone. Um, long way to go to make that happen, but ideally, if we can remove the friction and the pain of the purchase and the sale and the move, we can enable more moves to happen, and people's lives will improve because they can find the right home that fits their their dream or their current state. What a great closing, Jeremy Waxman, the president of Zillow. Thank you so much, Jeremy. Great, thank you. We've reached the end of the show today. Uh, let me just kind of wrap up what we've been doing in the first half of the show. I talked to Bob Goldberg, the CEO of the National Association of Realtors. Really interesting to see, I think, uh, confirmed by what, what Jeremy Waxman, the president of Zillow, said. Real estate agents seem to be here to, to stay, despite the advances in technology. Uh, the, those jobs seem to be reasonably secure. Again, I think the value that has been created, the productivity that has been created through the Zillow technology seems to be going to the consumer in terms of being more prepared and getting a better purchase experience as opposed to, again, being uh, lower cost and ultimately driving out the jobs. I'm Christian Tavish on behalf of all of us here at the Wharton School. Thank you for listening. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play. 